All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we're going through Proverbs chapter 3, verse 24. So let's get into it. If you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. So this is talking about talking to us, telling us to keep sound wisdom and keep discretion. And it's going through the benefits again, just like verse 23 was in the last podcast about uh, what happens to you when you keep sound wisdom and you keep discretion? What are the benefits that are going to come upon you? And in verse 24, it's talking about when you lie down, you're not going to be afraid. So how many of you, when you go to sleep at night, your mind is racing, you have a bunch of anxiety, or you maybe you dread the next day like me, like I built a habit of dreading the next day when I was a teenager. And now even when good things are coming, I just have this habit of dreading the next day. And it's because I focus more on the bad things in the day than the fact that I'm living another day of life, which is the most beautiful gift on the planet, right? And so I have that wisdom kind of on a head level. But once I start to internalize that wisdom and really live my life by it, you know, I won't have that anxiety. I won't have that fear of waking up in the morning and I will sleep better. My sleep will be sweet, as the proverb says. And so, yeah, how many of you have that anxiety when you're going to sleep? Your mind is racing. You can't stop thinking about your next day or the past day or judging yourself or whatever it is. Well, this proverb implies that wisdom may have something to do with that. So my interpretation here, the first thing I noticed is that it's interesting how there's that Bible verse where perfect love casts out fear. And uh, when you have wisdom, you will not be afraid. And that's just interesting to me because... You know, recently my family and I had this huge discussion about perfect love and what it means to like God's nature is love, like God is love. So what does what does love mean, if that makes sense? And so I don't think any of us really wrap our head around the concept of unconditional love quite perfectly, because well, if we did, we'd be a lot more like God, right? But I just think it's cool how this verse makes me think that wisdom is a part of perfect love and unconditional love. And that's so because perfect love casts out fear. And as you gain wisdom, you will not be afraid. And so there has to be some similarity there. That's just the first thing that popped up into my head. But very simple uh, interpretation of this verse is that it helps you sleep well because you have the wisdom to not be afraid. You have the wisdom to lie down and have sweet sleep. And I assume it's because it puts a lot of those anxieties and fears to rest based on your confidence in God confidence in who he is, confidence in his word, and confidence in what he has for your life. And that's why I think um, wisdom is going to make your sleep sweet. And what does this mean for entrepreneurial things? Well, you notice how I said you have a confidence in God and his word and what he has for your life. This can happen in the midst of suffering, which is interesting because that means you accept that suffering and still have confidence in God, still have faith in God. So you're able to sleep in a sweet manner because you know you're chilling because big g got your back right well, i think similarly in entrepreneurship there is an acceptance of the natural ebb and flow of entrepreneurship so sometimes you're low on cash flow sometimes you're high on cash flow sometimes business is booming growing 20 percent per quarter and sometimes you encountered a problem in sales maybe your product market fit isn't as good now you need to pivot you need to fix your product or you need to change up your sales process to get sales to stop dipping. Maybe they've been dipping 10% for the past six months. Maybe the recession hit and you have to lay off half your employees, whatever it may be. There are natural ebbs and flows to entrepreneurship and proper preparation for each ebb and flow will kind of put you at ease so that wisdom about the ebb 
and flow of entrepreneurship will put you at ease because you can have confidence that the next market cycle will come around, you know, the grass will become greener as you start to water it. And just beautiful things always follow horrible things because you're never stuck in a horrible situation and a beautiful situation is never going to keep on going without any bad things ever happening. As you understand that, it'll just help you sleep better at night. A lot of entrepreneurs experience this thing where their mind is racing about their business, about their income, about the impact they're making. And I think as you gain wisdom in the space, as you gain wisdom in life, I'm hoping because honestly, my mind still races, right? Um, but that wisdom will help you properly prepare and that confidence in that proper pr preparation and just how things work will allow you to sleep well and not be afraid. Where has this shown up in my life? I would say I've realized that I need that acceptance and understanding slash trusting that I'm in a harder flow right now because I've just started. And so every time you hear an entrepreneurial journey, like for the first couple of years, people are eating dirt. Like nobody hits success right out the gate because there, there's so many character traits you have to build, skills you have to build, and beliefs you have to break through that you're usually eating dirt in the beginning. And I need to accept that that's the ebb I'm in right now. And eventually it's going to start flowing. And when it starts flowing, it's going to flow nicely. But there will also be another ebb, right? Like it's going to go back and forth. And hopefully my baseline just increases, right? Like I build standards and habits. So whenever there's a drop, the good times, the, the good times are great. And the bad times are still good slash adequate. Like my cash flow is still nice, all that good stuff. But I just need to understand the ebb and flow that I'm in right now. I'm in a harder flow because I've just started. That's where this has shown up in my life. When I apply that wisdom that other entrepreneurs have given to me, I shouldn't be afraid. And I should be able to lie down and have sweet sleep because it's like, I've just started. Be patient with yourself. Have grace with yourself and um, move forward and impact the people you feel called to impact. Where do I want this to show up in my life? I would like the upswing to happen sooner rather than later. So I just talked about the ebb and flow that I'm in. I would really like things to start flowing. That would be nice. But the acceptance is key because it leads to non-judgment. So what I just said about having grace with myself, I want that to show up in my life a lot more just because the second you start judging yourself as an entrepreneur, it gets a lot harder to take the massive action that you need to take. So if I'm making cold calls, and I'm like, ooh, I haven't booked a, I haven't booked an appointment yet. I don't even know if I have product market fit. My script might suck. Maybe I don't have enough energy in my voice. I start just going down the negative rabbit hole. There is no way I'm going to make my 200 cold calls that day. I'll probably only get to 100. And then I'll beat myself up and be like, this doesn't work. This is stupid. Boom, I've stopped. So clearly, I like discipline. But I also just, it's not discipline with the activity more disciplined with my mind because if I could discipline my mind the activity would follow suit so it's a little bit of discipline with both for sure because you can take the action despite your negative thoughts 100% but also if the whole world is trying to tear you down and the whole world is trying to beat you up in the words of Will Smith why are you going to kick yourself in the balls that's what I think about negative thoughts. That's why I think the acceptance is key because it leads to that non-judgment and that lack of negative thoughts will help me maintain the energy levels. I need to take that massive action. And so that's kind of where I want this to show up in my life. When I think about not being afraid, my sleep being sweet, I think about the fact that I've accepted the ebbs and flows of entrepreneurship, of life, and I'm not struggling to have confidence in my own future because I trust.
myself. I trust God. I trust the skills, beliefs, and habits that I'm building, the character traits that I'm building. I trust all of that. And because of that, I'm sleeping well at night because this wisdom has been imparted on me by, you know, other entrepreneurs and through my own experience. So how can you guys apply this to your life? Well, I would say don't judge yourself for where you're at, but also forecast your actions out. So if you're making one cold call per day, ask yourself, if I make one cold call per day, every day for the next 10 years, am I going to be at my goal? Maybe, or probably not. Who knows? It takes, you know, sometimes it takes 200 cold calls for one person to answer. And if that's the case, it's going to take you 200 days to talk to somebody. You might be better off just driving up to the store and trying to talk to somebody, right? So it's important to not judge yourself, but it's also important to forecast your actions out and be like, am I going to hit my goals? And it's hard to separate those two because it's easy to think, well, if I'm not going to hit my goals, I am bad. And if I do hit my goals, I am good. And this is where you really got to get into kind of your self-worth. And, you know, it's, I, I was about to say it's easy for me to do this, but it's still hard for me to do this. And I know I'm loved by God. And so if you don't have any foundation for like, either you love yourself, you know, you're loved by God, or you know, the people around you love you, whatever it is for you, it's going to be really easy to judge yourself for not hitting goals or for hitting goals, especially when society is constantly judging you for not doing it or for doing it. For example, everybody feels the pressure of failure, right? Like when you fail at business, the people around you judge you and they're like, you shouldn't have done that business. You shouldn't have done this. Or are you sure this is the right thing? It's like, well, no, I'm not sure this is the right thing, but it's the thing I feel called to do. And like the negative energy is not necessarily helping me. You know, I'm already judging myself enough. It's really hard to also be judged by other people. And I think all of that comes, the root of it is like not valuing yourself and putting your value in the fact that I need to do this or become this or you know, it's just, it's common human, human problem, right? We get our value from outside validation because we're social creatures. But once you get that internal value solid, you'll be able to influence people more and you'll be able to take action despite, you'll be able to separate judgment from results. And the question you'll be asking yourself is, am I loved? Yes. Did I get results? No. Am I still loved? Yes. As opposed to, am I loved? Well, fast forward to question, did I get results? Yes or no? That equals yes or no for being loved. No, you got to separate those two. I am loved. I'm worth it. I'm okay. If I fail or if I succeed, and then it'll be easier to not judge yourself because you'll also realize that failure is just part of the learning process and they are the steps to success. And if you're not failing on the way to success, you either have a really good mentor or your success is probably built on a shaky foundation. So things to think about. Not always. There's always that 1% that succeed right off the bat and they have it built on a solid foundation, right? But that's not the case for most of us. That's all I got for you guys today. Don't judge yourself, but also forecast your actions out. And the way you can forecast your actions out and kind of hold yourself to a standard without judging yourself is having an intrinsic value outside of the achievement of a goal, outside of the validation of others. You either get something internally, love yourself, loved by God, just baseline unconditionally loved by the people around you, like your spouse or your kids, whatever it may be. And it gives you freedom to fail because everything is not a performance. At least that's what it did for me in college. So thank you guys for listening. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out.